Hi, this is Dale Calvert. I want to welcome you to part two of the session I'm calling How the World's First Trillionaire Will Be Made and Why You Should Care. If you've not listened to last week's session, I strongly suggest that you listen to that session first. It will mean so much more to you. This session will if you've heard that session, so go back and listen to that. Uh, to those of you that have, thank you so much for your feedback, even the negative feedback. Thank you for the positive comments and emails. I am very excited for those of you that have requested uh, more information about the iHub Global Media Player Gadget. And I also want to congratulate all of you who have gotten involved with the Deeper Connect Mini or Hive Mapper or one of the other passive income-generating gizmos and gadgets we talked about in last week's podcast. If you are joining us uh, to promote the iHub Media Player, I hope the info we cover in this session will be a real mind tweak for you. I hope you'll really listen up. I sincerely believe many of you are getting ready to make more money than you can really wrap your mind around. And the 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 trap that people get into, they're living on six thousand dollars a month. They start making ten thousand a month and spending twelve. And you know, go back and reread Robert Kiyosaki, Rich Dad, Poor Dad, and understand that the goal is to be able to take excess money and invest it into income generating assets or into uh, opportunities that can can compound that extra income. That's how real wealth is created. And some of you are on the verge of that. I believe that. And in this session, I'm going to share with you conceptually. I'm not going to get into great detail, but I'm going to share with you conceptually what my investment plans are over the next three, four, five years in this session. Obviously, this is not financial advice. I'm not a financial planner. I'm just an entrepreneur. So please just do your own research. Don't listen to anything that I say. In this session, I'm going to share with you much of the research that I've done, why I believe the world's first trillionaire will come from this niche. I'm not saying that you're going to become a trillionaire trillionaire or a billionaire. However, I know that if you track the trends we will discuss and track them for yourself, and decide to participate, I know, and and I know that people are not hearing me yet when I say this, but I know that we live in an environment today, right now today, where because of blockchain technology, decentralized finance, and the crypto space, They're providing opportunities to entrepreneurs that did not exist a couple of years ago. We're in a different world now. We're in a different world now. You guys have got to hear this. It's not, it's not five years ago. Everything's changing. And because of those changes, there's opportunities that exist now that didn't even exist a couple of years ago. And I know that most people don't even know they exist today, and they won't until it's already passed. So I'm very excited about the research I'll be sharing in this session. Let's get into it. Welcome to the MLMSuccess.com podcast, the show designed to return the network marketing industry to its roots of personal growth, leadership development, and wisdom of the ages success principles. We share with you real success stories from real people 
that we hope will inspire and encourage you personally and help you progress forward in your business and your life. We believe if you build people, people will build the business. Now here is your host who has been called the number one mind in network marketing, the MLM Profit, Network Marketing Virtual Mentor, and a host of other names that we will not mention because this is a family show. Frankly, he's just a small-town guy that figured out that the real product in network marketing is people. Dale Calvert. Hey, this is going to be a very serious session. I'm going to throw a lot of facts and figures and data at you. Uh, I believe your time is the most valuable asset you have. And if you don't want to waste any of your time, then again, I'm just going to say it one last time. I highly suggest you listen to last week's session, first session, uh, over at mlmsuccess.com forward slash story 291. But before we get too serious, I just got to ask you guys, I was just curious. Did you see American Idol, the final last week? My, my boy, Noah Thompson from Louisa, Kentucky, in the mountains, the hollers of Kentucky, won American Idol. Uh, we mentioned, uh, we mentioned American Idol and, and the motivation, inspiration that can come in, in session 289 of the podcast. Uh, that was actually session three of the Dream Big and Charge, uh, podcast, but, uh, you know, there's really something to be said, guys, for not knowing anything and being ignorance on fire, ignorance on fire and just not knowing. And again, I'm not going to rehash the whole story of, of Noah. Uh, if you haven't heard that podcast, if you haven't seen and, and kept up with what was going on with American Idol and, and that young man. And if that doesn't light your fire, your wood is wet. And I just had to mention it. I was so proud. It was just so awesome to see that happen. I mean, honestly, when they announced him as the winner, I was, I mean, it, I teared up. I teared up. Uh, here's a kid that had no confidence and to see the confidence that and how he grew throughout that competition was something we can all learn from. Okay, let's get into part two of how the world's first trillionaire will be made and why you should care. Here's how it's going to happen in one word. One word. This is how it's going to happen. Metaverse. Uh, I mentioned the metaverse last year. I went on a slight impulsive rant in one of my podcasts talking about how people will be attending opportunity events and seminars and the metaverse and on and on and uh, it wouldn't, it had nothing to do with the podcast, but if I recall, uh, it, it, it was just, it was just a rant. And I don't even know why I went there, but it qu- created quite a response. I remember Bernadette in Missouri specifically sending me a message saying she was listening to the podcast while driving and her kids told her, tell Dale he needs to watch the movie Ready Player One. Ready Player One. I didn't know Ready Player One from Ready Player 99, but I did watch the movie that weekend, and it was very fascinating. I I loved it. And mostly when I went on that slight rant, it was people telling me I was crazy and that it was all science fiction stuff and it was never going to happen. And then it wasn't two weeks after my rant 
that Zuckerberg did his infamous Metaverse video and announced that Facebook was changing its name to Meta. So then a few of the people that were calling me an idiot two weeks earlier were calling me a genius. And ladies and gentlemen, I'm neither. I'm just a marketer and entrepreneur that was sharing my personal thoughts. And for the record, uh, now a few months later, uh, I actually own a 12,000 square foot beautiful mansion in the metaverse that I hope turns into a great investment someday. And of course, time will tell. But isn't that, isn't that crazy? You know, sometime last year, I'm talking metaverse, and I'm getting into studying and learning at the time, and I just went off on a rant. Now it's kind of really become a buzzword, and I have a mansion in the metaverse. Who would have thought it? But if you happen to be one of the nine people on the planet that have not seen Zuckerberg's meta video, you can find an article titled, How Millionaires Will Be Made in the Metaverse over at cmgcrypto.com, and I'll place the the link in the description of this podcast, but it is definitely worth seeing. That video is worth seeing. And again, it's at the article over at CMG Crypto. The truth is, there's more going on right now in the metaverse than people can believe, and every major U.S. company is sinking major money into this space right now to get that first mover's advantage. And if that's true... Is there any reason we as entrepreneurs and investors should not be trying to do the same thing? Now, let me say that again. Let me ask you that question again, and please answer it for yourself. Every every single major U.S. company is sinking major money into the metaverse, into this whole AI metaverse, artificial intelligence space right now to try to get a first mover's advantage. And if that is true, is there any reason you and me as entrepreneurs and investors should not be trying to learn, implement, and do the same thing? Success leaves clues. If if that's where everybody's going, then there's something getting ready to happen. And if you know nothing about the metaverse, a really good place to start is over at cmgcrypto.com because we have an entire section on that website just dedicated to the metaverse. Uh, you know, think about this statement. Jensen Hong, a tech multi-billionaire, he said the metaverse will be larger than the current world economy. (laughs) The metaverse is going to be larger than the current world economy. (laughs) That's quite a statement. That's quite a statement. It it really is. I, I believe the companies that come out of the metaverse are going to offer returns to everyday investors and serious investors that will dwarf what happened during the dot-com boom that started in 1995 and peaked in about uh, 2000. Uh, I don't think there's any way that it's not going to happen. In 1996, computer program leader at the time, Microsoft, they went public in 19, I said 96, 86 actually. 
And since 1986, shares of Microsoft have shot up more than 212,000%. For every $10,000 invested in Microsoft, it's turned into more than $21 million. In 1986, shares of computer program leader Oracle, they went public. And they went up over a hundred thousand percent since Oracle founder Larry Ellison, uh, today now is one of the richest people in the world worth over $80 billion. Uh, in 1998, a couple young computer programmers, Paige and Sergey Brin, uh, they founded Google and they created the, the most valuable search engine program in the world at the time. Uh, at the current time, uh, both men are now today worth $70 billion each. And their early backers made millions of dollars as well. Software programs have become the world's ultimate wealth creators. You have to get this concept. Software programs have become the world's ultimate wealth creators. Because we are, we all place an enormous value on our ability to be able to save time and headaches. And because they've made us massively more productive, uh, they become unbelievably value, valuable, valuable. And the next concept you need to really wrap your mind around is all cryptocurrencies are really just software. And if you haven't seen uh, the speech that Mr. Wonderful did, Mr. Wonderful from Shark Tank, the opening keynote speech he did at the Bitcoin, Bitcoin conference in Miami, it's worth watching. Uh, I'll put the link in the description where you can watch that keynote that Mr. Wonderful gave because he shares this concept of crypto being software at the event that happened, what, last month? And he really kind of helps you understand that all crypto is just really software. The fastest legal way, legal way to get rich in America is to own a piece of a valuable software program or an algorithm, AI, uh, artificial intelligence technology, which brings me to really my million-dollar point. Blockchain technology is about to unleash an epic new wave of computer program wealth. Real altcoins, you know, we talk about Bitcoin and Ethereum, you know, the, the, the OGs, the top 100 cryptos. But real altcoins aren't anything like fantasy internet money as they're portrayed in the press. Investments in the best altcoins, metaverse coins, fall into that category, are an investment in the next generation of revolutionary software programs. Forget all the words you hear when people talk about cryptocurrencies and blockchains. They don't matter near as much as these two real important factors for you to really think about. Number one, valuable software programs are the oil 
of the 21st century. They become the world's ultimate wealth creators because we all place an enormous value on their ability to save us time and headaches and because they've made us massively more productive more productive or potentially more productive or you know we can sit around watching cat videos on youtube it's up to us but it it gives productive people the opportunity to be massively more productive so owning them is the fastest legal way to get rich in america number two blockchains and the altcoins powered by them are just really valuable software programs and they're about to unleash a multi-million dollar Tysumi of new wealth. The technology I'm talking about to share with you is so powerful that it will, in the future, slash your medical bills, cut your grocery spending, drop your transportation costs, lower your travel expenses, and reduce what you're paying for gasoline, which sounds really good today uh, for all of us. And honestly, that's just the tip of the iceberg. It's a situation unlike anything we've seen in human history, and experts agree with this. I mean, when you do the research, uh, Christina Wooten, she's uh, the VP, the VP of a company called Brand Partnerships, and she says as we slowly get more and more used to it. And she's talking about the metaverse. I think people will start to see why it's so important and why it's so real. David Shapton, he's the founder of Future Transform. That's the name of his company. He says the metaverse will affect every sector of the economy in our daily lives. Uh, David Basaki he, he's a tech multi-billionaire. He said the metaverse is arguably as big a shift as the telephone or the Internet. Tim Sweeney, he's the founder of Potomac Computer Systems. He said if one central company, company, if one central company gains control of the metaverse, they will become more powerful than any government on the planet. So it's a technology you often see in the news referred to as the metaverse. And it's really, that's just a, a term that was coined in a book that was written called Snow Crash back in 1982. And big tech has a raging obsession with it right now. Uh, you know, the development of the movie Ready Player One, which Bernadette's kids told me to watch, as I mentioned earlier. It started back in 2010. Uh, you know, that's 12 years ago when Warner Brothers acquired the rights to the book. And then in July 2015, Steven Spielberg signed on to direct and produce the film. And, you know, all that was over 10, 12 years ago. So many have known that this day was coming. Facebook is already spending $10 billion this year alone on this technology. $10 billion. And, it, and, it, and Facebook's just not the only one, you know, shouting out and, and shouting out about this and, and shelling out huge amounts of cash. I mean, this year, 
Google has spent $3.9 billion, Amazon $871 million, Microsoft $690 million, Apple $786 million, Twitter over $600 million, $629 million, Dell, Dell Computers has spent $1 billion, Epic $1 billion, Verizon $10 billion, Tencent $70 billion, and that's just a very short list. Nearly all of the top 50 tech companies in the world are in a relentless race to control the metaverse. Why? Because this technology is really set to completely disrupt the entire $85 trillion global economy. I mean, this includes the $33 trillion real estate industry, the $20 trillion retail industry, the $8 trillion healthcare industry, the $9 trillion banking industry, and the $2 trillion entertainment industry, and more. And as this pursuit to control the metaverse hits a real fever pitch, I believe many average yet visionary people like you and I will have the chance to create wealth that is really hard for most people to imagine. I mean, if you listen to this podcast regularly, you know that I would say I my total disregard for money has probably been my number one weakness as an entrepreneur. Uh, my focus has always just been provide value to the marketplace. Uh, I've never really focused on profits or money, and it's driven. Uh, my dad was my accountant for years, and it drove him crazy. Uh, but I, I changed that in November, November of last year. That mindset changed. And, yes, I will always provide value. I, I can't not do that. But in November – you know, I made the go to add $10 million over the next five years to my net worth. And if, if you ask, well, Dale, why'd you do that? Really, for the person I have to become in the process, the money's really not for me. I mean, Don and I live a fairly simple lifestyle, and most everything on my bucket list has already been scratched off. And those things that haven't been scratched off yet, it's simply a matter of just taking the time and going and doing them. Uh, Alaska cruise or whatever. It's just taking the time to do it. But as I say that, I realize, Dale, you probably need a new bucket list anyway. You probably do. But, but again, it, it's, it's, it's about legacy. It's about kids. It's about grandkids and so forth. But as Forbes said, from an investing standpoint, we simply cannot ignore the metaverse. So while the the world's top 50 tech companies battle for the metaverse, uh, I have found in my research probably three or four what I would call buy now stocks that many experts believe are on the verge of controlling everything metaverse and AI related. And I'm going to share with them. I'll share those names of those stocks and give you the ticker symbol and everything later on in this session. But investing in the right companies uh, and in a sector that we're, that is, is commonly called now uh, transportation as a service, it's going to be a revolution. 
that's going to make some people a fortune over the next few years. Uh, transportation as a service is really the convergence of two technologies, electric vehicles plus AI, artificial intelligence, which go together to make these electronic, electric, uh, autonomous vehicles. They can basically drive themselves. And this technology is already really taking hold and growing in the U.S. And all experts agree it's its takeover is inevitable. It is going to happen. And if you haven't seen videos on self-driving cars in Arizona or California or wherever, you'll be shocked at how many are on the road right now. So the takeover is inevitable. And because of that, the investment opportunities in this new autonomous vehicles are going to create wealth for, again, visionary people that get in front of these trends. Now, what does this have to do with the crypto market? Well, it all really plays into to, plays together. It, the metaverse, uh, AI, artificial intelligence, all this works together because one needs the other and so on and so forth. You know, AI needs the blockchain, the blockchain, it, it all works together. Uh, within the crypto markets, you know, people are saying, well, Dale, what coin should I buy in the crypto market? And, and opinions from experts, uh, and you can read every publication out there, which I have been doing, Forbes, it doesn't matter, uh, read whatever, uh, opinions are all over the place. And my, my game plan currently is I'm trying to choose about a dozen metaverse related coins to invest heavily into. And history has shown us if we had taken this type of approach before the dot com boom, being right on just one of those companies of the future would have made us a fortune. Well, I mean, we can all see that on the stats I've just given you with Oracle and all the other companies, Microsoft, etc. So the metaverse stands to be exponentially. It's going to be a lot bigger and grow much faster and dwarf the dot-com boom. In fact, it's set to grow even faster than the Internet did. The metaverse is going to grow faster than the Internet did. It took nearly 38 years for the Internet to be worth roughly $32 billion in commerce being done. Yet the metaverse is already at $48 billion. And some of you listening to me didn't even know what the metaverse was. See, now I was thinking about this this morning. When I talk about the metaverse, to me it's like talking about Tennessee or Indiana or North Dakota. It's like... In my mind, like when I first mentioned metaverse on this podcast, it was like woo woo out there. I'd done enough research and study to know to know it was going to be something huge, but now it's 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 kind of common for me when I when I say metaverse, and for some people, it's like that's a very foreign word, and I get that. But you got to get real with what's getting ready to happen because it's projected to hit eight hundred billion within two years. Metaverse commerce. If you put another another way, that's that's a growth rate of eight hundred and ninety three times faster 
than the internet. Eight hundred and it's not just going to grow faster. Eight hundred and ninety-three times faster. So the gains I shared with you just a minute ago with Microsoft and so on are all tech companies, some of the top performing stocks in history. So we can only imagine how quickly metaverse stocks and metaverse crypto coins could take off as this new tech grows 893 times faster than the Internet. Of course, we've all heard uh, a thousand times that past performance is no indication of future results. And to not understand this, if you're investing in stocks or crypto or baseball cards or gold, silver, or any other investment, you know, if you don't understand just because something's done that in the past doesn't mean they'll do it in the future, it's kind of being naive and irresponsible. But I also understand that this type of situation that could create tremendous amounts of wealth and the world's billionaires are already starting to take notice that something big, big, big is getting ready to happen. It's growing at a pace close to expo- exponential. My tongue gets going faster than my mind, or my mind gets going faster than my tongue. I haven't figured it out yet. But anyway, that was a quote from Elon Musk. I've got another quote here. The metaverse is a glimpse of the future. That's from Bill Gates. The future is coming. That was from Mark Zuckerberg. My opinion is uh, the future is now. Uh, I mean, after all, how how... How often do you see not only the world's top 50 tech firms going all in on a single technology, but also every branch of the military? That's what's happening. The U.S. government and military are all in for a total of $44 billion right now. In the future, soldiers will be trained in the metaverse. They're going to be trained in video games, to put it in layman's terms. The U.S. Air Force has committed $70 million to this technology. The Navy, $156 million. The Marines, $32 million. The Army is in for $22 billion. Even the Coast Guard and Space Force are involved in the metaverse as well, but it doesn't end, end there from a government standpoint. The four largest federal agencies in the U.S., the Development of Defense, the Postal Service, the Department of Veterans Affairs, and the Department of Homeland Security are all jumping in with both feet. Along with the Pentagon, the top four U.S. government agencies are spending a combined $22 billion on metaverse technologies. The the world's first trillionaires will come from this. I have no doubt. I've never seen anything like this. Neither has self-made billionaire Mark Cuban, who now says 80% of his Shark Tank investments outside of Shark Tank are in cryptocurrency, and most are metaverse-related. As I've mentioned, the metaverse is unlike any tech advancement this world has ever seen. It stands to be have a bigger impact on our daily lives than the printing press, the telephone, and even the automobile. Once complete, the metaverse will slash your medical bills, cut your grocery spending, drop your transportation costs, lower your travel expenses, reduce what you're paying for gas. But you need to understand that 
opportunities like this really move quickly. So if you want to profit from this situation, you must get yourself educated and take action quickly. It's not going to be any time. It's going to be on the cover of the Wall Street Journal or talked about all day, every day by the talking heads on CNBC. Unlike other major trends you hear about, like electric cars and blockchain technology and artificial intelligence and even 5G, the metaverse is in an early stage opportunity where massive profits can still be made. But like I said, you need to act fast. And I'm going to share with you three or four stocks I've pinpointed that I believe have the potential to return three times, five times, even ten times my money uh, over the next couple of years as the battle for the metaverse and control of AI intensifies. And I have no doubt that the right cryptocurrencies could provide returns of even a hundred times your money. One of the metaverse related coins that I'm investing in heavily, and I'll just share this one with you. I'm not going to get into a lot of details because I don't feel comfortable doing it. Uh, but one is Gala Games and there's a lot of information about Gala in an article and video that we have over at cmgcrypto.com. Uh, the title of the article is Gala Games. Gala Games is currently a 25 cent token. Can it reach $10? That was before the stock market, stock market and the, uh, crypto, you know, uh, bear market going full force. I'll put the link to the article uh, in the uh, in the show notes. You know, and again, the title of the article is "Gala Games is currently a twenty-five cent token. Can it reach ten dollars?" Right now, with this bear market, it's dropped to. It, last I looked, I think it was around eight or nine cents, maybe six cents. I don't remember, but it's a lot less than a quarter. But since you know, launching back in two thousand nineteen, Gala. Uh, Gala Games, it's a metaverse video game company, games like video games, metaverse video game company that's had massive growth. I mean, they have $1.3 million, $1.3 million, $1.3 million monthly active users. Uh, they have 26,000 NFTs, uh, that have already been sold on the platform. Uh, the most expensive NFT sold for around $3 million. Uh, Gala was founded by Eric Schmeier. Uh, Eric Schmeier, uh, he was also the co-founder of Zynga. That was a popular social, uh, social media mobile type game. And, under his leadership, Zynga launched popular games like poker, uh, online poker, Mafia War, and Farmville. I mean, I know nothing about video games, but even I've heard of Farmville. But uh, Gala launched in September of two, 2020 uh, at less than a penny was the token price. And since that time... It launched at less than a penny. It was like one-third of a penny. And since that time, it's hit a high of around 71 cents. And that was back in November of 2021. But it's taken a beating like many of the cryptos in this bear market. Uh, and what I tried to do is I just tried to decide what is my goal with each token before I invest. 
And with Gala, it was real simple for me. It's like I'm going to accumulate as many tokens as I can under the 25 cent mark, under the 25 cent price, as many as I can. And it's currently, as I mentioned, it's currently around, I don't know, seven, eight cents. So when the token hits 50 cents, I will sell half of what I've accumulated at that point. And when I do that, uh, I will have gotten back all my investment capital and basically doubled my money. So to make the math simple, uh, you buy 100 coins at, say, 25 cents or less. When the coin gets to 50 cents, you sell it. So when you sell it, you collect, you sell half of it. And, and by doing that, you're recouping your initial investment. And then everything you have left, you have zero cost into it. There's no, it, it's, it's free to you. And that's kind of the, the approach that I'm taking. And then as I have the, the tokens that are left. So in my example here, if I sold 50, if, if I bought them for a quarter, and I sold them at fifty cents, and I had a hundred, and I sell half of them at fifty cents. Then I've got my initial investment back, and the rest of my the other fifty are free. They have no cost into them. There's no, no, no expense on my part into them. I've recouped my investment capital that I can put into other projects or do whatever I want to do. So what's left, I would take profits on the way up. So when it gets to a dollar, I would sell maybe 25%. When it gets to $2, I might sell another 25% of what I hold. And then hopefully I would cash out fully around the $10 mark, around the $10 mark. Because I don't know if this, the, the guy that wrote the article that it's a $0.25 cent token, can it reach $10, $10? He thinks it can. Maybe it will. Maybe it won't. But that's the approach that I'm taking, and the reality is, you know, that's my plan, but the price could go to zero tomorrow. I mean, this is crypto. Nobody knows for sure, and I'm not a financial advisor. I'm just sharing with you my approach, especially with these very risky metaverse-type tokens. Try to find, uh, like Sandbox is another that I love. There's other pro tokens that I really like. But I'm taking the basically the same approach with all of them. It's like get in at a certain price. Once you double, get your money back and then ride, hopefully ride the wave. Again, I believe that there are many metaverse related stocks that can provide three, five, ten percent or higher potential returns. And there's metaverse tokens that can provide, you know, hundred X returns. Uh, and I know that sounds crazy, but I believe it's possible. As the metaverse drives towards the projected $800 billion that it's projected to be over the next couple of years. Of course, once that happens, you'll be hearing about the metaverse everywhere. It'll be all over the news and filling up your social social media feeds. Everyone will be talking about it. But if you take action right now, Get yourself educated. You'll 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 already be so far ahead of the curve, and potentially you've already made. You know, potentially there's some of you that have already made as much as ten times your money. I mean, imagine if you've gotten in gala 
at two cents a coin and cashed out when it peaked at 70 cents. I mean, again, I'm not a financial advisor, but I have confidence in my ability to look behind the curtain and get a vision for the future. I don't mind losing my own money because I will never personally invest in any particular project more than I can afford to lose. And I have a plan for getting out the day I go in, which I think is that way you don't get caught up in the emotion of the wave. You know, take your profits and keep on going. Have a plan for getting out the day you go in. That's good advice. You know, I don't know why, but I've always had a knack for getting in front of trends. And honestly, I I really don't know why. I think it's something in my DNA. I, I can't identify why. But, you know, back in the day, everybody, when I was looking at network marketing for the first time, I was thinking about, I might get in Mary Kay. I'll be the first. I want to be a Mary Kay rep. I'll meet a lot of, this was when I was single, and I'm thinking that that would be a great way to meet a lot of girls. But, and then I thought, well, you know, then I'm like, I can't do Mary Kay. I can't bring myself to do that. I would do it, but I can't bring myself to do that. So what are my other options? Well, at the time, it was Amway and Shackley. And my dad and most people saying, well, Dave, if you're going to do one of those, do Amway because people at least know what Amway is all about. Ain't nobody ever heard of Shackley. <laughs> my dad, my dad, ain't nobody ever heard of Shakley. <laughs> oh, I love him so much. Uh, but anyway, uh, you know, I got involved in Shackley simply because I knew that at some point, Vitamins and minerals were going to be part of society, would be a normal part of society. So that's why I got involved in Shackley. Uh, we got involved in the bottle, our NSA, National Safety Associates, because we knew that bottled water would someday in my heart and soul. And I went to the library and I did the research and I knew bottled water is going to be huge. And at the time I got involved with National Safety, Safety Associates, which was a water filtration company, uh, the only bottle of water you could even buy was called Evian. Uh, I got involved in Google stock right after the IPO. Nobody had really used Google. Everybody was using, you know, other search engines. Google was a relatively unknown, but I had a genius guy that worked for me, one of my web developers at the time. And he was taught, he was just sold out on how good Google was and how everybody was going to be using Google before it was over with. So I got in on Google stock right after the IPO. I bought Amazon stock simply because the banners were on every website, those little small banners everywhere you went on every website. It seemed like there was Amazon banners. And that was before, you know, they were following you around on the Internet. I mean, they were just he was buying the buying the banner space on specific websites. It wasn't what we see today. And and then I remember reading an article where Jeff Bezos had not paid himself. They were talking about, you know, the guy doesn't even pay himself. He's putting all the profits back into building the company and he hadn't even made a profit. And so I bought uh Amazon stock very early because because of that, because of understanding this guy gets it he has a long-term vision he's not just for a quick hit and you know amazon was started in 1994 and the company finally turned its first profit in the fourth quarter of 2001 
2001. So uh, the new buzz in the world of investing circle circles right now and will continue for a few years, I believe, is this transportation as a service, which I mentioned earlier. But now you've probably heard of it at this point. You've probably heard that term transportation as a service but you know two years ago i'd estimate that 99 percent of americans had no idea it was even a thing but i did and i've been following this industry very closely and have casually mentioned on this podcast off and on over the last couple of years i think after we had our fire sale back in 2018 some of you remember we had our fire we had a fire in in our building in our office in kentucky we end up having a fire sale, and I think I told the story at some point about uh, this young man that we met that was because we were selling a lot of stuff trying to just liquidate, and he bought a little small com- uh, refrigerator that we had, you know, the, the small kind that you'd put in a dorm room or something. We had one in the office, uh, in one of our offices, and we actually had a couple of them in different parts of the of the building, and he he came in and bought one of them. And I was talking to this guy, and he had worked in the factory for several years, really likable guy, and decided he couldn't take the factory anymore. And he'd gone to truck driving school, and he was getting ready to start driving a truck. And he was buying this refrigerator, this small little refrigerator to put in the back cab part of his his truck. And and he left, and, and I remember talking to Don. I said, I feel so sorry for that guy. I mean, smart guy, intelligent. Uh very personable. Uh, he's made a career change, but he's going into an industry that's going to be gone in a real short period of time. Then what? And he's going to start all over again. He should, you know, and it, it really bothered me. And I think I talked about it on this podcast, but in the last couple of years, I've seen a few of the stocks I'm watching in this transportation as a service, you know, grow by over 125%. I mean, that's not, you know, 125,000 percent yet, but they've grown them by 125 percent. And, and I believe it hasn't even really started yet. And I believe today's opportunity is going to be much, much bigger because transportation as a service is a niche industry. And while again, past gains don't, don't indicate future success, my personal track record is filled with accurate accurate cause that most marketers and self-proclaimed gurus just overlook. I mean, in 1995, I recognized eBay as the biggest competition to network marketing, the network marketing business model. I mean, I knew it was huge and it was going to be phenomenal. And there's going to be a lot of people make a lot of money operating eBay businesses. But at the time I was 100% committed to NII so we just developed a system to create leads for our, our new image business around the eBay business model. So we tried to have our cake and eat it too, basically. And that was in 95. I saw it coming before a lot of people did. In 98, we developed the first online mall within the network marketing business model. It was called the Balanced Living Mall, and that was before Amway came out with Quickstar. In, in 1999, I was the first network marketer to publish an ebook online, the very first one. Uh, and that was only because of my relationship with Corey Rudel, who was an internet marketing pioneer, 
a friend of mine who died in a tragic car wreck when he was 34 years old. Uh, but he had developed the software to, to do ebooks, which seems really, really common today. But back then it was like a big deal. And I was the first network marketer ever to publish an ebook, which today has now been converted to a Kindle book. It's been published in three or four different languages. Uh, I've sold the, the rights to the book to people to publish in other languages. Uh, and it's just crazy. I mean, it's actually a double CD set now on Amazon. Uh, some of you probably own the audio CDs. It's called The Success Principle the Internet Has Stolen, Finding the Success Mentor. And honestly, the information is more needed and more valuable and, and definitely more needed than at any time, any other time in history because, you know, people continue to try to teach people to, to do that, which they've never done. And, you know, it's a success principle the Internet has stolen and, and has continued to steal more and more and more year after year. But that was the first ebook that I ever did. Then back in 2000, I bought and owned and operated the first Zoom-type platform, online meeting platform, three years before GoToWebinar.com even started. I mean, I was way ahead of my time on that one. And, man, I could tell you some stories about that business. But that was back in 2000. We had a webinar company, and I remember trying to explain to people what it even was. People didn't even know what a webinar was. And I kept telling them, it's, it's like a conference call, only it's online, and you can show you can show PowerPoint slides, and people can see your slides and hear your voice in real time. And it was just people just couldn't wrap their brain around what even a – what even a, I mean, when we say Zoom meetings today, is virtually everybody knows what they are. But back then, when I started Orbitalk, when I bought that business, Orbitalk, back in 2000, nobody had a clue what I was even talking about. Then in 2008, I started D&D Publishing, which is a Kindle ebook publishing company that we operated for several years, uh, way before. Kindle became mainstream and every marketer on the planet was talking about how to make money with Kindle pump, Kindle publishing. So I have no idea why I've always had a knack of recognizing trends and sometimes getting in front of them. I've, lot, I've watched a lot pass me by and I really haven't understood it. But looking back at this point on my entrepreneurial journey, for me, it's pretty obvious that I've always had this. I never recognized it at the time. And it's probably something I've never really appreciated or fully been aware of. But it's just part of my DNA, I guess, for some reason. I mean, as a network marketer, I was in front of the vitamin trend, the bottled water trend, the Ephedra tablet weight loss trend. I was in front of the grocery delivery trend, the proximity marketing trend, and ahead of the personalized DNA nutrition trend, which has never caught on, but I still believe can be a thing in the future. Personalized DNA nutrition, personalized nutritional products based upon your own DNA. I think it's a fabulous idea. And if they can ever, it's just too costly right now for most people. But, you know, 
Five years after we released our Confessions of a Network Marketing Millionaire Training Program back in 1997, uh, it was recognized as being the number one network marketing training program in history. And to be honest, I don't know any other network marketer in the world who can make these type of claims. And it's why my work has led to some really high praise from a lot of people who've listened to both my recommendations and, more importantly, my warnings. Uh, and it's been a very humbling journey to have some uh, high-level millionaire network markers that have shared with me and publicly how the Confessions of a Network Marketing Millionaire training series just transformed their business and gave them a whole new perspective about what it takes to build teams and and just so many testimonies and from so many people all over the world and it's been an unbelievable journey for us you know a guy from a small kentucky town uh with a population of 400 people you know stamping ground kentucky so i've always got to share my experience and I, and my ideas and systems with people you know I've always been able to 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 do that and relate with people for some reason and I've been able to travel all over the world and do live events in multiple countries and it's just been unbelievable and and honestly that's why I started this podcast was to give back that's why I'm so excited today and about the future of the crypto space you know, so when we're talking about the metaverse, it's given me the opportunity opportunity to share my crypto journey in real time as it's happening and the research surrounding what I believe to be the opportunity of a lifetime within the metaverse. And, I've, and as I've said throughout this session, you know, last week in this way, last week in this week, blockchain technology Decentralized finance in the crypto space is providing op- opportunities to entrepreneurs that didn't even exist a couple of years ago. And most s- entrepreneurs still don't understand how they exist today. And I believe as human beings, it's our responsibility to add value to the world. You know, Dr. Forrest Shackley, the poster hang on, hung on my wall for years, uh, we keep that which we give away. Uh, I understand that the world is full of people that like to hear themselves talk and and people encouraging people to go out there and talk that about that which they know nothing about. But that's not where I'm coming from. Uh, I, I share with you my track record because I believe we should always ask ourselves, who is this person and why am I listening to them? So... Those of you that checked out the opportunity with iHub Media we spoke about in last week's session have the opportunity to create more income than was even even possible in a home-based business a couple of years ago. And it's because of blockchain and because of crypto. And now we have the opportunity to invest in those, take those business profits and invest them in other trends that I believe the world's first trillionaire is going to come from. So that's where I'm coming from in this session. In 38 years since 
uh, last 38 years or so, I've noticed four critical phases of the Internet that have made the metaverse a possibility today. They all had to come together at the same time. Number one is e-commerce. Number two is social media. Number three is the mobile aspects and being able to access the Internet on our mobile phones. And number four is the Internet of Things. And many people have gotten just filthy rich off all four of these phases, and there's still money to be made in all of these phases without question. Uh, some are still in their infancy, namely the Internet of Things. And it's really hard for me to believe, but, you know, the Internet just started with a, as a few online bulletin boards. I mean, if you do a Google search for the first website ever created, it'll kind of blow your mind how far we've come from from the initial web online platforms. I mean, Web 2.0 technology has brought us a long way. At the time this first website was created, few people knew this would jumpstart what we now know as the first generation of the Internet. Some people, however, were visionary, and, and they saw this as the opportunity of a lifetime. I mean, just four years after the website, the first website ever went live, four years, Jeff Bezos created Amazon.com. And at the time, Amazon sold only books, but Bezos had a vision for the company's explosive growth and eventual e-commerce domination. And you know the rest of the story. Uh, Amazon went on to become one of the most profitable stocks in history. Uh, had you seen what Bezos, Bezos saw and got in when the company went public, you would have made gains as high as 217,000%. Of course, you you would have to buy the stock and hold it the entire time, but that gain turns every $1,000 invested into more than $2.1 million. And I believe the opportunities in front of us right now, in the crypto space, will dwarf those type of returns. Naturally, gains this high are a complete outlier and unlikely to be repeated anytime soon, but they could be, and they can be, and there'll be more of them, and there'll be more companies and more opportunities but it gives you an example of what can happen when a company goes all in extremely early on a world-changing technology. eBay was another company that got in during the first phase of the Internet, and its stock shot up as much as 9,449%. It wasn't just e-commerce companies, though. I mean, Microsoft saw the need for a reliable way to access the Internet, and they launched their Explorer uh, back in 1995, and if you'd bought Microsoft stock then, you could have made a killing. I mean, since then, shares have gone up 6,194%. That would be that would mean that for every $1,000 invested, uh, it would have returned to you nearly $63,000. Of course, most people didn't catch these waves. It was so early in the game that few realized what kind of opportunity Interstock's Internet stocks would even be. I mean, again, this is we're talking about first generation of the Internet. 
when we talk about eBay and Amazon and Microsoft. Uh, the second generation of the Internet occurred as people all over the world were given the ability to communicate in real time, share photos, and even send each other short videos. I mean, today we call that social media. Uh, but back then, it was just a way to keep in touch with your friends. <laughs> I mean, that's all it was back then. And with, as with the first generation, the companies and investors who got in early made a killing. Facebook came out of the scene back in 2004, and it was just an experiment. It was a virtual yearbook for Harvard students to check out pictures of their classmates. That was basically what was going on. And today, Facebook has almost 3 billion users around the world. I mean, the company didn't even go public until several years later. But even then, you know, the stock gave ordinary investors a chance to get rich. And if you just think about this, if you'd gotten in early on Facebook, even after we all knew it was very popular, but if you got in early on Facebook, right after the initial public offering, you could have made as much as 1,838% on your return. Again, this was after Facebook became a household name. It You could have experienced those type of t- returns. I mean, you could have still gotten 20 times your money, 20x your money. Uh, Twitter was also one of the first companies to master social media. I mean, I was talking about Twitter before anybody knew what Twitter was, way, way, way back in the day. And it launched in 2006, but like Facebook, uh, it didn't really come out with its initial coin offering until several years later. But Thanks to the popularity of social media, you still could have made five times your money if you got in early on Twitter. Twitter paid out gains as high as 449%, turning every $10,000 invested into almost $55,000. The second generation of the Internet also gave rise to companies like Netflix, which introduced streaming to the masses. Uh, since it's went public, the stock has gained 56,360%. <clears throat> the third generation of the Internet was mobile, and it was no different. It gave us the ability to access the Internet on our phones. It opened the door for playing games and watching movies on our phones and iPads. At, at, at the time, it was the biggest development in Internet history, uh, Internet uh, conferences I can remember going to and people were so fired up about the new iPhone coming out. I, I'll be honest, I didn't get it. But at the time, my focus was not on making money. Okay, if, I, if my focus had been on making money and understanding Microsoft stock, I mean, I played around in the, in the stock market and I, I spent a year day trading uh, way back in the day, but it was never my focus. But, you know, the stock absolutely exploded after the iPhone. Apple uh, produced it again back in 2007. And since then, shares of Apple have surged uh, as much as 4,900%. Capcom, which makes mobile games, has shot up 10x since that time. Uh, shares of the stock 
went on a 843% run, an 843% uptick back in 2013. Again, very <laughs> even telecoms benefit from the phase of the internet as this phase of the internet, you know, then it, it created a whole different mobile world. Like, you know, T-Mobile went up over a thousand ninety nine percent during this time. So this generation of the internet expanded to include uh, more than just e-commerce, more than just social media. It including gaming firms, device makers and phone companies and the fourth generation expanded that scope even further as it brought the Internet to household appliances, security systems, watches, thermostats, and what we now know as the Internet of Things, which is still in its infancy. And again, the stocks of well-positioned companies in these four major trends have produced huge gains, and they'll continue to do so. I mean, Dexcom is a company that produces glucose monitoring systems for diabetes patients. It helps people remain healthy through the Internet connectivity, something that would have seemed like science fiction back in 1997. Dexon stock has paid out gains as high as 5,250 cents, 250%. Uh, Qualcomm took took everything to a whole different level. It went all in on the Internet of Things and provided platforms for not just smart devices, but also smart homes and smart cities. And this early adoption, you know, has paid off unbelievably. Shares soared by as much as 5,845%. Skyworks, though, is really probably the best stock in this Internet of Things group the company provides kind of the backbone of the internet of things to companies all over the world and with 75 billion devices expected to be online by 2025 skywork shares have absolutely crushed it if you'd bought during the company's early days you could have earned gains as high as 7733 percent that's 70 percent times your money on one single stock. Uh, Helium, which I've talked about many times on this podcast, you know, is in the process of moving the ILT network onto the blockchain and individuals like you and I can get set up, you know, with our own hotspots in our homes and participate in this build out of this network. You know, and I've talked so much about this on this podcast that if you don't know what I'm talking about, you cannot be a regular listener. But, but, you know, the Internet of Things is getting ready to go on the blockchain in a big, big way and is happening right now through the, through I have global, the Helium network. It offers an extraordinary opportunity and you can learn more about it than you would ever want to know. It's CMG cmgihubteam.com keep in mind that through all these gains these these were just what I call the first four phases of the internet today's opportunity the metaverse is the fifth 
And in my opinion, it's going to be much, much, much bigger. And I hate to refer it as the next version of the Internet, but that's the easiest way to describe what it is. So, again, if you miss getting in on the ground floor of past Internet Go rushes, this is your chance to get in early on this one. And remember, the metaverse is already nearly $48 billion $48 billion industry. It's projected to hit $800 billion, $800 billion within the next couple of years. So it's growing 893 times faster than all iterations of the Internet we've seen so far combined. But you've got to educate yourself and you have to take action now. Zuckerberg says this is the next front- frontier. It's a new technology set to completely disrupt the entire $85 trillion global economy. Earlier versions of the Internet never had this type of impact. So you can only imagine what kind of profit potential the metaverse stocks and tokens have. I mean, we are literally in uncharted territory. And people who get educated are jumping at the chance to get in on it. Orlando Bravo, he's a billionaire businessman. He said it, it's inevitable how how big the metaverse is going to be. Uh, Andrew Killinger, he's an investment banker and crypto entrepreneur. He said the possibilities and upside potential of the metaverse are endless. Uh, Mark Zuckerberg, as I've already said, he calls it the next frontier. And there's a good reason for the optimism, too, because the metaverse will literally change the nature of life on Earth. Uh I mean, recently, this is just a couple examples, okay? It's already happening, guys, and people don't even get it. They don't even understand. But recently, uh, Arana Grande, she's a pop star. I'm not a, I've heard the name and I'm sure I'm butchering it. Arana Grande. But anyway, my point, she held a concert in the metaverse. Snoop Dogg did too, by the way. But Arana, This concert she held in the metaverse drew 78 million viewers. 78 million viewers. So if you put that in perspective, Woodstock, which we've all heard about back in 1969, was the biggest concert ever recorded, a music festival, had 400,000 attendees. 400,000, 78 million. See the difference? Uh, Grande show was 195 times bigger than Woodstock. But at her concept, there was no mile-long lines to use the restroom, no overpriced concessions, no nosebleed seats. In fact, everyone at her concert had front-row seats, and they didn't even have to leave their living room. Uh, And again, this is just one example of how enormous the metaverse has already become. Today's immensely popular video games are another. I mean, 150 million people play Minecraft. 202 million play Roboblox. I don't know any of these. 350 million play Fortnite. I have heard of Fortnite. I've never played it, wouldn't know what it is. But anyway, it doesn't matter. It's not about me. It's not about you. It's about the market. Uh, all this didn't even exist a few years ago. And already at least 690 million people 
use use the metaverse on a regular basis. That's more people than live in the 10 most populated cities in the world combined. It took the early versions of Internet 2, our Internet, uh, the early versions of the Internet, 20 years to reach that many users. 20 years to reach that many users. It's not just concerts and video games. I mean, you can use the metaverse for just about anything you want. Say you've been meaning to meet up with family and you haven't seen them in a long time. No problem. I mean, with the metaverse, you could virtually have a, you could have a virtual backyard barbecue with everybody in your family if you wanted to, or you could go camping or even ice fishing on some frozen lake in Alaska. And you can do all this without paying big airfares, waiting in lines at airports, renting cars, or staying in a hotel. You don't even have to plan anything. You could wake up one morning and and make a couple of calls and be able to visit with anybody that you like pretty much anywhere you want to meet. I mean, we're talking about family, old high school friends, coworkers, strangers across the globe. You know, if you want to make new friends, I mean, it's unbelievable. It's unlike anything that's ever been seen in human history, the impact this world is going to have on every spec, every aspect of our life is immense. Like I said, you can do just about anything that you want. You need to grab some groceries, no problem. In just a second, you could have every imaginable product at your fingertips. No parking in crowded parking lots, no waiting in lines, uh, at unstaffed stores, no browsing multiple websites for the best deal. You can find everything you want in one location without, without ever needing even to get off your couch. Plus you can check out everything you just ordered will be on its way courtesy of a fast, efficient delivery service. Then if you want, you can pop over to the bank and pay your mortgage, open a new account, or even take out a loan. You won't even have to drive to the bank. You could just and wait on the tellers. I mean, a personal aide will be on the site ready and waiting to help you out, whatever you need to do. Does that sound crazy? Does that, that sound just crazy? And you know what? I find it really fascinating that in 2017, you know, all these naysayers that don't get it, you know, they just don't get it. In 2017, J.P. Morgan CEO Jamie Dimon was calling people that were investing in the cryptocurrencies and bitcoins idiots. He called them idiots. And then he turned right around and today, not literally today, but right now at this moment in time, uh, J.P. Morgan announced the first bank opening in the metaverse. So the the CEO saying people that are investing in these cryptos and bitcoins are idiots, and then a couple years later, the company he's the CEO of is opening the first bank in the metaverse. It's already happened. The article's over at CMG Crypto. I'll put the put the link in the in the in the description. So I mean, maybe you've been thinking about buying a new house or a vacation vacation home. Guess what? You can use the metaverse for that. I mean, instantly you'll be able to call up dozens of properties, boom, 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 in the metaverse, 20 different city, cities that fix, 
fit your exact needs. You say, I want this, 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 and this. And you can pull up properties that meet those criteria from all over the country, all over the world. You'll be able to take instant tours of all of them in the comfort of your own home. You won't have to take a single trip or deal with a real estate agent. I mean, the possibilities are incredible. And again, this goes on and on and on and on, and I could go on and on and on and on, but I'm just not going to. I'm just not going to. Uh, again, America's top 10 tech firms are fighting tooth and nail over this tech. Uh, they just are. The applications in this world are so vast and so far-reaching, uh, again, that Mark Zuckerberg, Facebook, they've gone all in, as I've already mentioned, spending over $10, million, $10 billion and hiring 10,000 people this year, all dedicated to bringing the metaverse to its full potential. Uh, recently, he told our his employees, he said, look, our overarching goal is to help bring the metaverse to life. Uh, other top 10 firms are going all in as well. Microsoft is quickly working on a rollout. Mesh, a new project centered on the metaverse. Google took its first step towards this new tech, developing a platform they call Meet. Uh, Apple has also developed a metaverse-friendly platform. Amazon's already dominating 90% of the metaverse's most popular industries, Visa just Visa just spent one hundred and fifty thousand dollars to research how they can better position themselves to help clients navigate navigate this ecosystem. Nvidia has already spent hundreds of millions of dollars developing its own tech for the metaverse. Mastercard pioneered a new way for cardholders to make payments using the metaverse. PayPal, with 392 million users, just spent $2.7 billion to further uh, entrench itself in the race to dominate this technology. Netflix just hired an ex-Facebook gaming exec as part of its push to keep up with other top firms in metaverse-related projects, even Comcast. You know, the old old guy, the cable dinosaur, developed a new technology that, that lets users change TV channels, get this, with their eyes. Comcast is developing new technology that helps users change the TV channels with their eyes. Yes, I said that. Uh, and again, those are the largest tech companies in the United States, and every one of them is working at a feverish pace to create, connect, deploy new technologies to take control of the metaverse. But here's the thing. It's not just tech companies getting in on this. I mean, personal development speaker Tony Robbins, you know, the self-help guru, he's using, uh, planning on using the, mer- the metaverse to reach the masses through fully immersive seminar experiences. Uh, gambling groups, uh, gambling group, it was called Intain, uh, is also jumped on board. Uh, they just announced a $100 million investment that will let users place bets from the comfort of their own homes in a, a, a casino-type environment. Prada has created a tool that will let users try on clothes using an app. <laughs> 
So if you've ever wondered, you know, what would I look like in that $4,000 outfit, now's your chance. Burberry, uh, another luxury fashion designer, Burberry, is also entrenching itself in this game-changing technology. Uh, Ann Reed with an international law firm has also taken notice, calling it uh, it's the newest macro go for many of the world's tech giants and other companies is to learn how to jump into the metaverse with, with both feet uh, and reach its full potential. Uh, a former Ama, Amazon strategist, Matthew Ball, uh, is talking about it's become big tech's obsession and for you to invest In this opportunity to be able to get involved in the opportunity of a lifetime, you must be there during the lifetime of the opportunity. I'm going to just kind of give you a couple things to think about uh, as we wrap this up. But uh, you can buy fractional shares of Facebook. You don't have to buy. It's like Bitcoin. You don't have to buy you know the entire stock if you don't don't want to. I have a lot of mixed emotions about. Facebook. I really don't like Facebook for multiple reasons, but from a pure investment standpoint, uh, a great investment. I'm just going to share with you some of my, my thoughts and again, do your own research, but this is where my mind is. Meta, meta platforms. I mean, at the beginning of this, this session, I told you that I'm going to share a couple of three or four stocks. Uh, of companies that maybe you should do your research on that I think have true upside potential. Uh, obviously, the number one is Meta, formerly known as Facebook. It's a leading, it's kind of the leader in this. It's leading the charge in this new technology uh, because they want to dominate it. And honestly, I think it goes against what every other Metaverse company wants to do. And if they ended up if they end up winning this, it wouldn't surprise me because the masses of people are just so uh, hooked on Facebook. They're Facebook addicts. So already mentioned it, but again, they've hired ten thousand people dedicated to the metaverse, and they spent ten billion dollars this year. So he's gone all in. Zuckerberg has, and and you know. It, it kind of is what it is. So he's, he said, again, our overarching goal is to help bring the metaverse to life. And what makes this such a great investment is that you can buy Meta today, which, again, is an incredible cash cow of a business. But you can get involved before this new technology really becomes fully realized and essentially pay nothing for it. And if you just think about it, in other words, you'll own everything Meta owns by investing in Meta or Facebook, Instagram, WhatsApp, and of course, uh, Facebook. And you also get in on the metaverse before most investors are truly focused on it. So you're buying an already enormously profitable business that's now in a position to dominate the world's newest changing technology. And of course, is 
with all investments are risk. So you should never invest more than you can afford. I can't say that enough. I don't guess, but I think it's a great stock to hold for the long term. So it's one of the first investments you should think about if you're thinking long term, in my opinion. Uh, if you want to get it early and fast, early on this fast moving tech. Uh, the stock symbol you probably know is FB. That's for Facebook. Uh, a lot of people say, hey, you shouldn't pay more than $375 a share for it. So again, buy on the dip. But Meta is, is, is so huge. The, the challenge is big games are likely, are likely to take at least a few years to play out. I mean, again, this is a long-term solid play. The good news is that, you know, there are several other ways to potentially make a lot of money, a lot more money, a lot quicker than buying Facebook. Again, I think Meta, Facebook, whatever you want to call it, it's a great long-term play. But obviously, Metaverse coins uh, could do quite quite well and could return, you know, much more. Uh, and I talk, I have an article over at CMG Crypto. It's called How to Make 100 Times Flipping Metaverse Coins, A Full Guide to Metaverse Investing. And I'll put the link in the show notes below for that. So I'm, I just gave you the yin and the yang. You know, the solid, secure, long-term, for sure, very little risk, not that much upside, but for sure upside would be Meta, Facebook. Or you can go DGEN and go on the Yang and invest in some very, very risky. You could lose everything, cryptos, but you could also make a 100 times uh, flipping these coins. And again, there's a whole article over at CMG Crypto. I'll put that in the description. Okay, just to kind of wrap this up, I mentioned earlier I found three or four what I consider buy now companies that are on the meta, on the verge of dominating AI in the metaverse. Uh, I'm going to talk about a couple of stocks. Again, I think that have the opportunity to return three, five, ten times. That's what I'm looking for. Uh, over the next few years is the battle for control this new technology i mean just hits fever pitches another stock you also may want to monitor is apple apple's been exploring exploring the virtual reality augmented reality technologies now for almost 20 years just based upon the patent patent filings that they filed uh but virtual and augmented reality uh, is really starting to explode in popularity and Apple's dabbling more and more into this sector. And I expect them to lead the AR VR, uh, part of this. And a lot of people think they're going to be introducing new products sometime in 2023. If I can find the video, I'll, I'll share it with you as well. But they're coming out with some really cool looking, not big headsets, but glasses that 
Let, let me just say this, and, and you can do your own research. There's a good possibility that in the very near future, we won't even have cell phones. Cell phones will be obsolete. Now, how crazy does that sound? But we'll be able to wear glasses that will do for us everything that our cell phone does. And we, and there'll be screens that will pop up right in front of us that we can go through with our finger and search the internet with these hologram screens in front of us. And we can do everything that we do right now on our phone. And we don't even need a phone. We just are using a pair of glasses, wearing a pair of glasses that look like pretty much normal glasses. And that's all I'm going to say about that. Do your own research. But Apple will be at the front of forefront of this, in my opinion. Another, this is kind of a very interesting company. It's uh, the ticker's ERJ, uh, VTOL, and it stands for Vertical Takeoff and Landing. And it's unbelievable. You can, it, it's like uh, the DeLorean in Back to the Future. <laughs> and it's really a brand new type of vehicle that can, can, well, it can fly. <laughs> it can fly. Okay, no roads, no runway. It never has to stop for construction or traffic. And it's really kind of fascinating. And and, it's, and again, it reminds me of Back to the Future. You know, it, it's a flying vehicle. And you can do your own research, V-TOL, T-O-L, V-TOL. B dash T O L technology. It's on the New York Stock Exchange right now. The ticker symbol is ERJ. Uh, and I'm just going to wrap up this session, but let's just talk a little bit more about transportation as a service. I believe one of the next huge trends will be, uh, transportation as a service. I think most people agree. Then in, in the near future, electronic vehicles are likely to take over and make gas-powered vehicles pretty much obsolete for the most part. Uh, the battery storage is improving dramatically, so uh, they're going to be these type of automobiles are going to be you know ninety percent cheaper to operate than a gas-powered car, and it really does come down to the economics here. I mean, I can't, you know, I want to drive a gas-powered six, you know, I want to drive a sports car. I, I can't imagine driving an electric vehicle, but, I, you know, people say, well, they'll get behind the wheel of a Tesla. And, okay, so I have to try that. I'll add that. That'll be on my bucket list. What if we do that? I need to start a new bucket list anyway. But anyway, uh, you know, a lot of electric vehicles, to hear them talk, it's like, they have engines that are going to last longer. They're going to, the engines will need much less maintenance and they are much more, uh, they are much cheaper to operate and things will, are going to only improve from this point forward. I mean, not only that, 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 you know, that the, the cost, but 
electronic vehicle sales have been growing around 60% a year since 2014. Uh, China, India, Germany, the UK, France, Netherlands, and other nations are really considering banning gas vehicles altogether in the near future. And the list of what, of reasons why electronic vehicles will ultimately take over just, I mean, it's just too numerous to even try to name. So I, I believe that the first technology to pay a lot of attention to is electronic vehicles. And then the second part of all this, especially when it comes to transportation as a service, is the technology for the autonomous vehicles. Uh, so the second convergent technology is artificial intelligence, and more specifically, artificial intelligence ability to run these autonomous vehicles. EV coupled with AI technology to make electric autonomous vehicles. That's that's the two things that have to come together, the two techs that have to come together. And experts predict that there will be fleets of these electronic driverless vehicles all over, and you'll be able to simply purchase travel as a service. Now, one of the the people that are investing heavily into this technology and, and, and doing a lot is Uber. So all Uber drivers are eventually going to be unemployed because Uber will have its own fleet of these self-driving cars that will come to wherever you are, pick you up, and take you wherever you want to go. It's coming. So travel as a service subscriptions uh, where you'll be able to kind of get unlimited rides for a monthly price or however they decide to price it out. So these two technologies combined will kind of make up travel as a service. And right now it seems the experts will be right with their predictions. I mean, this technology is already being used in certain cities across the United States and the number is just growing and growing. And and I personally believe travel as a service is inevitable. It's coming. It's going to be huge. And the investment opportunity is going to be huge, which is the whole point of this podcast session is, okay, there's m- multiple ways to create income now that didn't even exist a couple of years ago. Now when we have this excess income, what are we going to invest it in? Because wealth is created when you make more than you need to live a comfortable lifestyle, you take the excess, and you invest it in income-generating assets. So one of the first stocks that I would – or companies that I would ask you to take a look at, and it's really good, do a YouTube search on this. But the, the company is called Waymo, W-A-Y-M-O, and it's a very – it's I would consider a top investment buy personally. But you can't buy it right now. Uh, but it kind of gives us a a glimpse of what the future is going to look like. Uh, Waymo is actually a company that's owned by Google. And right now it is the leader in the autonomous vehicle space. And you can go on YouTube and you can just type in 
Waymo demo, and you'll see these these autonomous vehicles operating all over parts of California and Phoenix and other parts of the country. So it was originally, you know, it was a project of Google's, but over time it came a standalone company in 2016 and investing in the, the, in Waymo would mean you'd have to invest in Google. But a lot of people are just predicting that Waymo will eventually split from Google and will have be its own parent company. And when this happened, when this occurs, those that get in before the split will have, you know, nice share positions. Most pro investors are recommending that you don't pay more than $1,600 per share at the time of this recording for Google. But it's something that you really it's worth investigating, in my opinion. Number two, I'm just going to knock these out real quick. Uh, you can own the most important technology in the electronic car space. Uh, this investment is for a company that makes the components that are needed for electronic vehicles, and it's positioned well, very well in this industry. Uh, the most critical components of self-driving cars, one company makes the brain of the autonomous uh, autonomous vehicle and the other provides the computing power to make the AI technology possible. So you got to have the brain and you have to have the computing power because it takes a lot of chips, a lot of computing power to make the whole technology possible. So the first company is APTV. That's the ticker symbol, Aptiv. APTV is the ticker symbol, and they've already partnered with all the companies uh, that are using this technology and are very heavy into it. They partner with BMW and Hyundai, Hyundai and Audi and Intel and Lyft, and they make an automated driving satellite computer platform which is centralized, a centralized platform that has actually been called, they call it the brain of the vehicles. It's APTIV. Uh, it's the only company that provides what it does because there are many proponents for investing in it, in it uh, because it's very well positioned for the, the future. APTV, you can do your own research. Uh, see, there's a reason that SpaceX, I mean, we were down in Florida, Donna and I were with, I think in February, I don't know, one of the cold months this year, January, February. And it's like they're sending up these rockets like two or three day, two or three a day into space down there at SpaceX and some of the, they're all shooting these satellites into space. Every, I mean, it's like three or four a day, three or four a week. Why? So they can, they're positioning to be able to run this new tech that's coming, guys. Go down there and watch them. They go off every day. It seemed like when we were down there. Again, let me, then the last stock is NVIDIA. Good chance you've heard of that. NVDA. Uh, it kind of sh- shares the computer processing power to make everything possible. I mean, that's what they do. That's what they're known for. Uh, 
Uh, they got started making CPUs for gamers, and now they're one of the leaders in the self-driving car space when it comes to CPUs, which, again, are just the processors that need to be really, really fast for these cars to make split-second decisions. Okay, guys, I'm gonna I'm gonna let you go. I mean, I've kind of my my brain has been dumped, <laughs> and I sincerely feel the first trillionaires are gonna come from all this new technology, metaverse, the combination of everything that we've been talking about the last two sessions, and I just believe that uh, normal people need to be paying attention to the opportunities that they can participate in. Uh, I, I appreciate you guys allowing me to share this brain dump. Uh, I've shared with you some stocks. I've shared with you some cryptos in this section that I think are worth really taking advantage of because the way the whole world and technology is moving. And I think the thing that I hope that all network marketers would realize, people that have been involved in network marketing, what I'm calling traditional network marketing for years, and that is really, it's changing. Everything has changed. The world's changed. The opportunity market has changed. I mean, and honestly, when, when I get a broad perspective on this, I don't care what type of entrepreneurial endeavor that you're involved in. I don't care if you're flipping homes and real estate. I don't care if you have e-commerce stores. Uh, you run Etsy store or eBay or you, whatever you're doing. I don't care if you're, if you're a realtor and you're in, you really need to pay close attention because, uh, I believe real estate agents are going to go the way of, uh, taxi cabs. I just do. And we have to be aware. We have to understand. We don't have to get pissed off and mad about it. We just have to be aware and understand and get a glimpse, you know. Where's this going? What's all this going to look like in three to five years? What does it mean to me now? I mean, there's people, and again, I I look back and it's like I've never really been focused in this world. I I haven't. It's been a small segment of my mind over the years. You know, I got involved in Google at a good time, and I got involved in Amazon because of what I talked about earlier with seeing those dang banners everywhere. You can go on a website without seeing these little Amazon banners. So, but I've never been focused here. And I guess the, the point of these last two podcasts has been number one to understand that there are opportunities available to entrepreneurial spirited people that provide unbelievable, never before seen upside income potential. And see, if you guys know me, you know I'm not just saying that to be saying it. There's opportunities that provide that through DeFi, through the blockchain, and through crypto. That you can make more money faster, quicker than you ever thought possible. And do it by design. Do it by education. Not just getting lucky and buying Dogecoin because you heard Elon Musk talk about it on social media. I'm talking about very strategic business moves that you can make that have unbelievable upside potential. 
that's the world in which you live, but most people in this world, that's the world in which we all live, but most will never recognize it, never see it, till it's obvious to the masses. Till it's obvious to the masses, they're just not going to see it. And there's going to be more and more and more and more and more and more of these type of opportunities available. I just, I know it's going to happen. So, if you have not contacted me or not looked into the iHub Global Media Player, when when I talked about in last week's podcast, I gave you the URL. I'll try to find it and put it back. It's Dale Calvert something dot something dot flash slash something. I don't know. I don't remember. I'll put it. I'll find it. I'll stick it in the description. But here, here's what I want you to understand. When I say that though, that I believe sincerely that people will have the opportunity to start, like this was introduced less than a week ago. Okay. This is how early we're talking. And I believe that people have the opportunity to start at zero and create a million dollar income in one year. Start from zero now. I'm not talking about coming in with, you know, 20,000 people on your team. I'm talking about Joe Blow with an entrepreneur spirit that's willing to work and go get after it with a level of uh, ignorance on fire naivety of a that we've also talked about recently in the last month or so with that mindset that just going for it can go from zero to a million dollars in annual income, I believe, I sincerely believe, within 12 months. That has never existed before. Do you understand what I'm saying? That has never existed before. Yes, I've seen a lot of opportunities over the years. Not a lot, but a few were in three to five years. You know, you could replace your current income. I've seen a lot where you can three to five years, you can replace your current income. Some you can become financially independent. But I have never seen ever an opportunity where a person can go from zero to a million dollars in a, in a year. Now, assuming that happens, okay, and, and again, the way I'll briefly cover this, and again, I think there'll be multiple opportunities like this available, but I also believe that most people will never recognize them. But with the example that we're giving, to create that type of income, you need 1,000 screens. And again, I'm not going to get into all the whole business or what I'm talking about, but I would ask you how many TV screens are in tire stores, doctor's office, dentist office, Nail shops, barber shops, restaurants, sports bars in your community. There's thousands. I don't care how small a town you live in. Within 30 30 minute radius of wherever you are in the United States, unless you're out in the middle of Montana or Wyoming or somewhere, but you can get to where, and you don't even have to be there to make this happen, but my, y'all, and yeah, no, Dale, you, you said this, but I live in Podunk, South Dakota. And don't give me that stuff, please. Try to stay with me and try to be positive and try to realize that you have something in front of you that you probably will never have again. 
And again, I'm not talking about this specific opportunity, but I am talking about this time and place in history, and you need to grow up and put your big boy, big girl pants on. You need to grow up and put your big boy, big pants on. Get your thumb out of your mouth. Get your thumb out of your mouth. Thousand screens within a 30-mile radius of 95% of the people that listen to this podcast. Thousands of screens within a 30-mile radius of 95% of the people that listen to this podcast. Thousands within 30 miles. 1,000 screens. Well, Dale, what do, I have to, what do I have to do to sell somebody on the screen? Here's how you do it. Don't sell them. You're an angel. Imagine a small business. They have struggling restaurant. They have three screens, and you come in and you say, you have three screens here. I can give you $200 per screen, up to $200 per screen per month. That's $600 a month. you got a struggling restaurant and a strip mall. $600 a month could be the difference between them staying in business and going out of business. You're helping people. This is a win-win-win like I've never seen. You're helping people. See, you're, you're trying to you're trying to look at it through traditional direct sales network marketing glasses. You got to look at it through a different pair of glasses because this has never existed before. It's never existed before. So, basically, what you're doing is every screen that you can find in your community, you can give them this box. The box is free, and by installing the box, they make. a month per screen in their business. That's the basic concept here. How difficult. If you work, if you get your thumb out of your mouth, you get a vision, you get educated, and you work, how difficult will it be to find a 1,000 screens owned by business owners that would like to make $200 per screen? I mean, really, how difficult is that? Is it possible? A thousand screens, a thousand screens, if you're the affiliate that shares it, will pay you $100,000 a month. $100 per screen, $100,000 a month. That's $1.2 million a year. $1.2 million a year. If you are earning $1.2 million a year, could you live on 200000 I would say 95% probably say, yeah, I could live on 200000 a year, Dale. I have to pay some of that in taxes, though, don't I? Yes, you do. That's the way the world works. Get your thumb out of your mouth. $200,000 a year. What could you do with that other million? That's why this podcast session was created. Because ultimately you want to put yourself in a position where you can live very comfortable life from your investments, not from your grind, your nine to five. You want to put yourself in a situation where you can live a comfortable lifestyle for the rest of your life from your investments. And I believe because of this time and place in history, uh, that we're in a very, very, very special place. 
that's going to offer unbelievable investment opportunities. And again, with the right vehicle that can create, I mean, what if you just, all right, let's say, let's say you make $62,000 a year and you, and you replace that and you make another 62,000. So, and you got 60,000 to invest. I mean, I'm, I'm talking 1.2 million. I know those numbers are mind boggling, but again, the, the numbers are mind boggling because we're looking at it through a paradigm, through old paradigms. We don't understand that there is new opportunities available today that were not and not available even two years ago, three years ago, because of this time and place in history. That's how critical this is. So you can put whatever kind of numbers you want to it, but you know, whatever your full time income is, double it. And let's say it's fifty thousand. Make it simple. You're making fifty thousand a year. Double it. Now you're making a hundred thousand dollars a year. What if you could make you know keep your fifty thousand, and then you had fifty thousand dollars, fifty thousand dollars, and and you could say you know what I'm going to buy some Facebook stock. I'm going to buy I'm going to buy some I'm going to buy some Facebook stock. I'm going to buy some Gala Game crypto. I'm going to buy some Sandbox crypto. Uh, I'm going to in, invest in, I'm going to do my research and I'm going to divest, invest in that company that provides the brain for smart cars, the APTV, APTV, this, the, the stock symbol. I'm going to buy some of that. I'm going to buy some NVDA, some NVIDIA stock. And that's what I'm going to do this year. And I'm going to keep learning. And next year I'm going to make more money because I'm going to, I'm going to get more screens. Uh, I'm going to have more screens out there and I'm going to be making more money and I'm going to be have more money to invest. And in three to five years, I could be in a situation that will change my family's projection, totally change, totally put my family on a totally different financial projection. Because of the intelligent decisions that I make now and because I recognized where I was at this time and place in history. That's my hope for you. That's my prayer for you. Thank you for your time. This is Dale Calvert. We'll talk to you again soon on another session of the MLM Success Podcast. If you haven't gone over to iTunes yet and rated and left this podcast a review, What are you waiting for? At Calvert Marketing Group, we want to spend our time on the projects that we know are providing the most value for our clients and customers. You leaving us a review and feedback on iTunes is something that helps us more than you realize. And more importantly, it helps others like you find us. So if you've not taken the time to rate this podcast, please go over to iTunes and do that for us now. It will only take a couple of minutes out of your busy schedule. Work harder on yourself than you do on your business, and we will be back next week with another inspiring success story, wisdom of the ages training, or answers to your questions.